This podcast is brought to you by Ideate and Execute. Do you want to drive innovation in your organization, futurize your enterprise, ideate massively valuable new products, or execute them to market? Then contact us today at ideateandexecute.com and get started. Why listen to the past when you can listen to the future? Welcome to the Think Future podcast, broadcasting from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. We focus on innovation, startups, and the future, not necessarily those and not necessarily in that order. Here's your host. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Think Future podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kalabukas, and once again, we're coming at you live from deep in the heart of Silicon Valley, California. It's show number 161. That's right, folks. Yet another palindromic show number. Hope you enjoyed the last episode, our conversations on conversational commerce with our principal consultant on conversational commerce here, Gam Diaz. I thought it was an interesting episode. We talked about some very cool and interesting and future-focused things that people should be thinking about. And if you are out there and you are listening and you'd like to be featured on the Think Future podcast, I'm calling out for innovators right now, people who have attempted to unearth the innovation in their organization and the kind of challenges you are facing, as well as anything else on the innovation, disruption, and future front, just uh, pop me an email at thinkfuture at gmail.com and let me know what you'd be interested in talking about. As I popped out in my email earlier, we have about 10,000 listeners per show. So if you'd like to get on board and give me a call, let me know. Um, easy to set up. It will be a Skype interview and you can do it from anywhere, anytime and it shouldn't take more than a half an hour of your time. So let me know if you are interested in coming on a future show. So that's it for that. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit about innovation programs. So many companies I know, many companies I know feel that all they really need to do really is in order to collect ideas, in order to capture ideas, in order to become innovative or to get that next billion dollar idea out of their employees is to go out there and do some technology selection work and pick an innovation management software. So some innovation management software that's out there, whether it's Spigot or Bright Idea or any number of software out there. There's lots, a lot of great new software out there. I think I was reviewing one the other day called Idea Wake. Very nice design, very well designed, angular, modern design built on JavaScript. And they figure that all they really need to do is pick software, put it up, and then blast an email out to the entire organization saying, hey, we've got a new place for you to submit your ideas. And That's it. They figure that that's all they really need in order to run a successful innovation program. Now, if you ask me, I think you need much more than that. It's interesting. I was at a conference the other day at a small innovation conference here in Silicon Valley. And I loved 
being able to talk to other people in the innovation space. And one of the speakers said something very interesting to me. And I realized it, even though I've been doing innovation work for over 10, 15 years in major enterprises, I realized that she was right. Basically what she said was the innovation function, the actual innovation function within an organization, not a strategy function, not an M&A function, but the actual innovation function within an organization where you have senior to middle leadership that are actually full-time charged with developing innovation within the organization is a relatively new thing. It's a relatively new thing to be spun off out of the strategy or research or whatever group. It's relatively new, even though I've been doing it for 15 plus years as an industry, as a specific job title, as a specific function within our organization, it's relatively new. And we were all part of that story. We were all innovators within large organizations who were attempting to take these large organizations and make them deliver or help them or guide them to deliver more innovative products and services. And I thought that was interesting that the concept of innovation within an organization is relatively new. And you have these intrapreneurial types like us. Some people, some organizations get it and they have full-time innovators on staff. Others have it as part of their job title, or even if it's not part of their job title, other intrapreneurs who attempt to develop innovative new products and services within organizations, they don't even call themselves innovators. They just have an idea and they want to get it done. They want to get it implemented. They want to get it out there. And in order to assist these intrapreneurs, these internal employees who are inventive and they've come up with these great ideas, you need that full-time innovation staff to assist in shepherding those ideas through the enterprise until they can become real or at least a patent or even a strategy. And that's one of the reasons why there's been a lot of talk that we really need full-time innovation staff, whether it's full-time innovation people or vendor like ourselves to assist in the innovation development process. And it's more than just management. It's more than just buying a tool or renting a tool or signing up for a tool, putting it in, and then just saying to your employees, go to it. There's a lot more around it. There's a lot more involved in developing a successful program than just doing that. I mean, I've talked about this in my book, Innovation Mastery, in detail. But in short, there's a few steps that need to be completed by the team that's wrapped around, the program that's wrapped around the software that will make sure, that will ensure that your program is successful. For example, you have to determine the outcome. I mean, what do you really want out of the innovation program? And this is something that you really have to delve deep in. Some people might say, oh, well, obviously we want to develop new products and services, new billion dollar businesses. People say that, but is this what they really want? When you dig in to what they've been doing so far and what they talk about and what they say, are those the same things? For example, let's say they say that they do want 
new products and services, new innovative products and services out of their employees. But then maybe thousands of ideas are submitted, but none go to market. But there's lots of public announcements about how many ideas were submitted and how great these ideas are and how amazing the inventors are. But none of that actually becomes real. Maybe to this organization, innovation is marketing. Innovation is looking cool to your competitors. So once you determine the outcome, you need to figure out how to fit your innovation program into the culture of your organization. You can't just take a program that's great somewhere else and then just slap it in. I've seen many occasions where the program internally was failing because the innovation management software wasn't a fit for the culture of the organization. So the program itself needs to map to the culture of the organization. You have to determine the stakeholders. There's a number of stakeholders that need to be involved in the innovation program for it to be successful. First of all, which is your executive sponsor. You need somebody highly placed enough within the organization to be able to help guide it at that level, at the senior leadership level. You need a project manager, you need marketing, you need HR, you need a number of folks to be involved in the program. You can't just pop them an email and say, hey, submit some ideas. They need to be involved in the development and the management of the program. I mean, there's so much, so many other things. It needs to be a thing unto itself. It needs to have its own theme. It needs to have its own style. It needs to have its own communications. If you don't make it a program, then it risks just disappearing. It needs to be branded. It needs to have its own colors. <laughs> it, basically, what you're doing is you're almost developing a little mini startup within the organization that's cool and interesting and new, and you want people to be able to contribute to that and have those ideas turned into something. The communications need to be mapped out. The process need to be mapped out. The rewards need to be mapped out. There are all these things, the challenges, the time frame, all of this stuff needs to be determined in order for you to have a successful program. And now some companies who are already innovative, they're already there, can conceivably put something out there and just say, hey, here's a place to submit your ideas. But without the program wrapped around it, then there's a high probability that it's not going to be successful or it's not going to generate the outcomes that you really want it to. And once you determine all of these things and put the program in place and launch and run and manage the program, then you're going to have fantastic ideas submitted by your employees driving you to the outcomes that you're looking for. But it's much, much more than simply installing a piece of software and saying, go to it. And if you want your program to be successful, that's what you're going to need to do. That's it for me for today. See you next time. And until then, don't forget to think future. future, future.